Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ah Here. Five Lamps is the locally brewed, great tasting beer. Try a local in your local. Get the facts. Be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie. Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, would you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're going to have a laugh. Hello, and welcome to the Stall It podcast. Stall It is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by the Five Lamps. Mm, I'm heading on my holiday soon and I'll tell you one thing. You have to bring some with you. I'll be bringing a few cans. Cans of the Five Lamps with me. Put it in the 10kg. Better believe it. Boom. And then like when you're on the plan you can just go on the website then. What website? Drinkaware.ie Oh yeah. Yeah yeah no I will. I will. <laughs> so there's a fucking fly in here will you sort that out? God. I can't walk in these bleeding conditions. Yeah. Did you ever see that episode of Breaking Bad? With the fly? No. There's just a fly. Oh yeah, the fly. Yeah. 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 I mean, people love Breaking Bad and I think it's boring as shit and that's one example of why I think it's boring as fucking shit. Not not a proud favourite. They can't think of a a good enough episode so they fluff it out with an episode about a fly. Like, how much would you have to be struggling to think of a storyline? Oh man, I don't fucking know. Um... There's, There's a fly, a fly. that's going to contaminate the fucking product. It's not even that it's going to contaminate it. It's just annoying them. But it could contaminate it. Could it? I don't these, know. I don't know. Uh, fact check me on that one. <laughs> these drugs are contaminated. <laughs> this crystal meth has fly dung in it. This is a stale historical moment that I need to be fact checked. Do you know what, Darren? Me and you, we went for a coffee the other day and I won't say where we went. And we were looking at, oh. you know the way they have snacks, cookies, muffins and stuff in on the display, window yeah. on display. What did we see? Well, I tell them. Come on, tell them. There was a, a stack of cookies mm. behind the glass. And I looked at him and I said, look at that cookie there. Load of flies on it. All over it. Like loads of them. Like, all, all together. Over. Riding on it. Riding like the clappers. Making babies on a cookie. Fly comb on the cookies. Ah, now. <laughs> <laughs> all over. Come here, there was bleeding loads of them. It was like a little Royal Rumble. I'll never go back there again. I will. I just won't get a cookie. Like, do you think they're just on display or do you think if you ordered a cookie, know. they'd give you that? It's like cake or fake. You just don't know. Is this cookie real? Is it not real? I don't know. I think because they were in a stack, they would give them to you. Yeah. And there well, was it one stack like that was lower. They did look nice and they were stacked really nice and presented well. So I kind of feel like it's, do you ever see them like ads how they like, when they present like the Whopper burger or something like that and it's yeah. real nice and the, the story behind it is that it's like plastic or whatever and yeah like sprayed with fucking varnish glue. and glue and stuff to stick everything together my missus worked for a fruit company and she had to do photo shoots for fruit and it's mad how they do it like they do varnish it and they get fake fruit and they spray oil on it to make it look moist and mm. fresh and it's the last thing that you eat you know like burgers in fast food places you know to get the grill marks on the burger that's painted on is it? For an ad? In the ads, yeah. They're oh, painted yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. I thought you meant like when you order one and the grill marks on it, it's actually painted. And what's the cheese? The cheese is something as well. So they oh, can yes. melt the cheese but it doesn't go too melty. It's something, it's like plastic. 
Yeah, I think it's plastic and then they uh, get a heat gun to it. But like they literally like glue fake lettuce and like the fake burger together and stuff yeah. like that and then it's mad. Sponge. Sometimes the bone is a sponge and it's not it's not yeah, real yeah. it's not real bone. It's just and then when you get it it looks like a fucking like, I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> it doesn't look like the ad. It definitely doesn't look like the photograph. I don't know what the fuck they give you. Slop. Well, apparently the milk you see in a cereal bowl is hair conditioner or sun cream lotion. Looks more appetizing. It does, but doesn't taste as good. No. Sure, fucking Amy was there the other day. She says to me, uh, will you get us a bottle of that Lenore out of the press? Do you know the Lenore, the comfort stuff? Yeah. And I took it out and I was looking at it. I'm like, be tempted to drink it. <laughs> it, it does like look a little, like... little milkshake. Yeah. It's the same with the pods. Yeah. You know what they, I mean? They look appetizing. People... Like, I really want to try them. Wasn't that a, a phase where kids in America were eating Tide Pods, which are like aerial pods that you put in your washing machine to wash your yeah. clothes with? Don't blame them. They look bleeding gorgeous. I know, yeah. They look like one of them bleeding Caramello sweets. What do you call the Raffaellos? They do, actually. Don't they? Yeah. I'm going to stick Raffaellos in with, with me wash and see how my clothes come out. Smell lovely. And then like the powder, like the Daz powder, the Baltimore one, it just kind of looks like fucking protein powder. Yeah. Bulk up. And the, Le- the Lenore Unstoppables just look like Solero's. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of them Unstoppables. When I go down that cleaning oil, I'm like... Starving. I'd, fucking, I'd love a bit of that. <laughs> Sitting in the gaff eating fucking cleaning products. <laughs> Gives a few of them Unstoppable shots there, would you, man? And then uh, I wash it down with some of that Lenore Comfort. <laughs> that Yasmin one's lovely. <laughs> Just to make sure you tell the listeners not to be gone drinking all that and eating all that. I don't think, I think that's smart enough. But if you're gone, there's a drink of word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get a packet of marrow fat peas and it has like a, a little circle in it and it looks like a little candy sweet? I don't know what it is. I literally have no idea what it is, but I always want to eat it because it just looks like a little candy sweet. It's a pedo. A packet of, it's a pedo. A pedo. A pedo. <laughs> it looks lovely though. Can we Google what that is? A what p- am I supposed to Google there? What's the little thing in with marafa paste? <laughs> the little what's the little circle thing in with a packet of marafa paste? Oh, it's just in there with it, is it? Yeah. Oh, I never had a packet of marafa paste. In the packet? Oh, or the peas out of the pack? Uh, get a tin. Tin of paste. Mushy uh, oaks. Mushy oaks now, disgusting. Bleeding. End of the world filled that. <laughs> bunker filled. <laughs> and in the tin is like bunker filled. It's disgusting. <laughs> Did you figure out what it was? No. What the fuck is it? I typed in that. I googled what's the circle thing in a packet of marrow fat peas and It's just a picture of Joe with his thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) And Google went, What the fuck are you talking about, mate? Exactly. Just brings you to Joe's Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Has ChatGPT, he knows everything. I use that now instead of Google. Actually Google's better now. Google has a thing called Bard and that can connect to the internet and it can show you pictures and it can give you links and stuff. It's way better than ChatGPT. I like it. I thought that was going to be like something to do with um, being barred from a public. A lot of bouncers have this app called Bard and they just look at the photo of you and they are barred. Not tonight, mate. Are we recording? We're recording. Is this recording? This is recording. I love it when you go into a shop. And they sell like cans of Coke or something, and it clearly says not for resale. Yeah, yeah. You obviously got a multi pack of Coke and just <laughs> ripped it open. But like, what are you going to do? You're going to say, well, Come There's in, no mate, barcode can't... on them. No, no. So it's just like, you just see them typing on this like really old register. Yeah. 
<laughs> Punching a lane like two eighty, please. Yeah. Here, I'll tap my card. No, we only accept punt. <laughs> Straight the most grass, big load of them. <laughs> I love them corner shops, man. Where they don't even bother putting the sweets out on display. They just rip the hole in the box, and they're like, "You either want them or you don't." Yeah, yeah. There's like jawbreakers from nineteen ninety nine, and they're well gone off. <laughs> Everlasting gobstoppers. The old Johnny Onion rings. <laughs> Bleeding snaps. Remember snaps? Are they still a thing? No. Packet of snaps. They were my favourite crisps of all time. I bleeding love the packet of snaps. I used to always get them down in Mosney. 20 pence a packet. 20 pence. 20 pence. That'd be pricey. They remind me of primary school. Because we had like a school shop. They were only supposed to sell like stationary stuff. But like there was just like loads of packets of snaps. Mm. And fucking, what are them Cadbury's bars? The fucking biscuit ones. Snacks. Oh, snacks, Snack yeah. Bars, yeah. Dirt? All, all. Fancy. I won't say I don't know. <laughs> Little wasn't around back then. Yeah. It was only them corner shops. And the, the corner shops used to be just named after the person that owned them. Yeah. Like, I'm going down to Davida's. Davida? Davida, yeah. Out of Love Island. Davide. <laughs> no. Davida's uh, Pierce's would be a shop around my area. Yeah. Pierce's. It's a gala now. Harry's. He used to go to Harry's and say, it's 50 cent worth of toffee moist there or something. And he'd just stick his bare hand into the toffee moist box and just uh, lump a load of... T- like, wouldn't weigh it out or anything. Which you kind of prefer. You're, you're getting value for money then. Give you them apple drops there. <laughs> Some places it weighed them out. And you'd be like, yeah, toy cunt. Yeah. Just give me a fistful. Oh, do you know what? Come on. Amy went to the pictures, right? To see uh, Insidious. The new Insidious. And um, she came back with a pick and mix from me. That's nice. A cup of jellies, like, from the pick and mix. In the cinema? Yeah, like, she got them, she brought them back, like, and gave them to me, like. You weren't with her? You no, were in the I wasn't with her. She brought... You went to the cinema or me. She brought you back a cup of sweets from she the cinema? back a cup of pick and mix, right? Okay. A cup, like, a small, like, say, a, a large coffee cup, right? Yeah. Have a guess how much they were. Oh, man, 20 euro. Like, 830. That's, I mean, they're fucking ridiculous when you could just go to the pound shop. they horrible. What's your favourite sweet in the pick mix? Fizzy cherries. Oh, I was going to say fizzy apple rings. You know the apple rings? Yeah. They're good shit. Would you pay that for them? A Tordy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I just want to know what made her just bring me back a pick and mix. Can I complain about something? Would you mind? No worries. I went to the cinema <laughs> and I asked for nachos. And you know me, when I get nachos, I just get jalapenos. And they say, do you want some salsa? I'm like, nope. No salsa, no cheese. I just want jalapenos. You don't like a, a little dippy? I don't like a little dippy. I just make a little sandwich with two nachos and a jalapeno in the middle and I go, nah, lovely. <laughs> but these but these nachos were cheese flavoured. No. Absolutely. Manky. Manky. Cheese flavoured nachos and jalapenos. I think just fucking nachos and jalapenos is a bit dull. Absolutely not. Um, I just think cheese flavoured nachos with jalapenos. Disgusting. One anyway. thing I want to bring up. You talked about Amy bringing you back to pick a mix. Do you remember he told us that? I think I have the details right here. Yeah, go you, get you weren't popcorn. well. Take away popcorn. So your mom went over and got you a tub of popcorn and brought it home. She was going to Dawn's like and <laughs> she, uh, she popped into the cinema while she was there. Why did Amy bring you back a load of sweets like you were a four-year-old? I don't know. Probably because I collect toys. <laughs> he liked these now. Get him loads of jellies. I wouldn't mind if she fucking ate them all. Bleeding jelly. I wasn't for you at all then. You used to get a packet of jellies and get like a pick and mix jellies and little for like a euro. I know. You can also buy fucking popcorn. 
for a euro. <laughs> that's true as well. <laughs> that's that just for true. a fucking 70 cent and little. That's true. But they're not the same. There's something about the jalapenos in the same. <laughs> different. It's different, all right? Before we exit this nacho talk, I'm going to freak you out now. Oh, come on. So you just have nachos with a fucking jalapeno in the middle, little crunch, bit of a spicy kick. I'd get two cheese dips and a salsa dip and I'd mix the salsa and the cheese on the same crisp, on the same nacho. And go, boom. That, I just, that, that turns my stomach. A big wet nacho. I get a cup of water as well and dip it in the water. Stop. I seen that cheese. I seen that cheese and it comes from a bag. It's not like it's melted. It's in a bag. It's already melted. It's manufactured. It's shipped. It's, oh my God, I wouldn't touch that cheese. I wouldn't go near that cheese. That is not cheese. I don't know what it is, but it's not cheese. But yeah, I miss little corner shops that are just named after the people that own them. Yeah. And they're just sitting there and you have to get their attention. I want to buy this milk. They always live on top of the shop as well. Yeah. It was the same with a chipper. There was a chipper. It's gone now. But there was a, a chipper and people live in the back of that chipper's. It was on, on Summer Hill. There was another one as well, a famous one down near... You probably went to as well. If you used to go to the, the Shelbourne matches, you'd probably go to... You know where Mars Pub is beside that? There's still a chipper there. Yeah, but it's something different now. It's like oh, Southern yeah. Fried Chicken now yeah. or something. It was called Mario's and it was the business. But like you'd go in and you know it would be a chipper counter and you'd be able to see the sitting room and all through the back. Oh, really? <laughs> to be kids sitting down watching the telly. Chilling be out. Out. Yeah. That's fucking deadly. Playing lounging around. But imagine this, it'd be a smell of grease all day and night. I couldn't believe that. When we done that scene in Free Gaff where you were the chipper on and you slapped me face, it was before the chipper had opened. And before they opened the chipper and oh, turned all yeah, the machines on, say, yeah. the grease in the chip pan is rock solid. Six, six inches thick, like. It's, it's like three oh, foot. It, three yeah, foot oh, yeah, not, thick, deep. The one that's in the fryer itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like three foot deep, it's like a it solid... Like, I remember saying to a man that owned the chipper, like, what's the story with that? And he was like, that's what makes the chips nice. Has all the flavour. He was in the same grease for years. For years. Would it be years? Yeah, well, you wouldn't try, Jesus like... Jesus Christ. My man, like, I, I used to just eat stuff from the deep fat fryer. And we wouldn't change the grease for weeks. Like, you'd keep the grease in there for a month, mm. a month and a half. And you still haven't got it. yourself an air fryer. I do have an air fryer. Do you? I hate it though. It's only a new thing, is it? No, I always had an air fryer. I just don't like I it. I thought I remember you saying you never had, you don't have an air fryer. I don't have a deep fat fryer. I miss it. I miss it. Terrible. I don't, I don't miss anything like that. Chips. Look, I haven't had deep fat fried chips in ages. When you cook chips in the air fryer, they just come out dry and like leather. Don't like it. Like shoelaces. Shoelaces. Like if you get like skinny chips, just come out like shoelaces. Oh, like shoestring chips. Yeah. 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 You had an air fryer, a uh, uh, deep fat fryer, didn't you? Did you? Is that what you burnt your nanny's gaff down with? That was just with a pot of grease. Oh. It was a makeshift deep fat fryer. Yeah. You are right? <laughs> Grand, yeah. Just like <laughs> reliving that moment there for a second. <laughs> I am the Pie Piper. Before I came into the studio, Maura gave me a folded up piece of letter and she says if you're looking for something to talk about here's a note that I want Owen to read out and then you can discuss it and talk a little bit about it now I don't know what it says in the letter it's what he done isn't it <laughs> oh yes <laughs> oh yes <laughs> so I have not read this so on the front page if you need content about Joe not tipping <laughs> wow that's okay a, it's plenty of stories there 
Moira starts off. Last year, I paid 200 euro for a child's entertainer. We got the same one this year and he gave us a deal for 110 euro. It was a very last minute party planned on Thursday and the party was going to be on Saturday. So the entertainer, she did a great job. I handed Joe 130... <laughs> no. <laughs> I, uh, I handed Joe 130 euro in front of her. The three of us standing there <laughs> for Joe to hand it to her. Joe, <laughs> Joe pauses, looks at the entertainer, thinks for 90 seconds and puts a tenner in his back pocket then hands her 120 euro. She saw it all. <laughs> Mortifying. She, she, Jesus Christ. That is... So, what, what is would you have got out of a tenner? She got, she got... I gave her a 10 euro tip. That's a 10 euro tip. Well, she gave you 20 to give her. I didn't know that. So, Mur- okay, so Murda just hand me 130 euro and I thought, Murda doesn't know how much this costs. She's a little bit confused here. No, why should she give me 130 euro and it's only 110 euro? Now, I could have put the 20 euro in my pocket and then it would have stayed at the 110 euro that she had originally quoted. So you thought she just gave you 130 and you were to like give her 110 of that? Yeah, because that's what and that's you were what like you feeling could- generous just giving her the extra tenner. We got her last year and it was something like 190 quid and... I know her personally, so I, I messaged her directly, said, here, would you be up for doing it? It's a bit last minute, I know, but if you're up for it, we'd love to have you again. And then she goes, yeah, absolutely, and I can do mate rates. And I was like, oh, no, you don't have to worry about mate rates. Like, whatever it costs, that's that's what we'll pay. And she goes, no, it's fine. Like, I'll charge it 110. That's that's my full costs after agency fees and stuff like that. So I basically didn't pay the agency, and I, 110 was whore flat fee. So when Murray gave me the 130 euro, I was like, I, th- I think it's only 110, I says to her. And then she goes, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, yeah, but I think there's 110 there, Maura was saying. I was like, oh, well, here, I'll give you 120 and I'll put the 10 euro in my pocket. <laughs> I didn't know that I was supposed to give a 20 euro tip instead of a That's 10 euro like tip. something out of Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> That's bad. I don't know if it is bad. Like, I, d- I feel like I could have just not given any tip at all. I thought I was being generous. You thought Maura just gave you too much. Yeah, I thought Maura just didn't know how much... Or were you putting that tenner in your back pocket for a toy green curry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was putting the tenner in my pocket because I was I was actually I actually felt hard done by. I was like, oh. I choose to take this document from Moira as an accurate and factual representation of the events. And she says you <laughs> you were standing there thinking for ninety seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out what's an appropriate amount. Does she want a tip? Does she not want a tip? Like are you supposed you charge what you charge. You like just charge what what you think the value of the work is, and don't expect a tip. Then, like if it's a hundred and thirty euro, say a hundred and thirty euro, and I'll pay a hundred and thirty euro. But don't say a hundred and ten euro, and then no. leave me guessing like what's an appropriate tip. If I have twenty quid now in the gaffer, yeah, I break that into two euros just to leave there in the drawer to give to a delivery driver. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Purposely, yeah. Nah. I've had delivery drivers stand there waiting for the or counting out the change and I'd still stand there and I'll just <laughs> I'll I'll be like take your time man I'm not I'm not, I'm not going anywhere <laughs> I'm not on the clock you are <laughs> 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 he's a fucking bastard does the delivery the delivery charges are increasing and increasing and you you'd be on justy and you're looking at the delivery charge like delivery fee five euro and you're like what and then I'm supposed to tip on top of that. Come on. Just order direct from the takeaway. Call them up. It's just less convenient, isn't it? And the whole 
joy of ordering on Just Eat or one of these websites like Deliveroo is that you can just order it, pay for it. And There's a place where I regularly order from and they know that I don't tip. So they they just leave it, they leave it at the door and they ring the bell and they fuck off. Because <laughs> they know that there's no point sticking around. This the stingy if bastard. I ordered something not. and it came to like 44 euro and I hand them 50, I just say keep the change. Why? Don't know. Six euro, man. Yeah, yeah. Squandering at eight euro in the pick and mix and then six euro on delivery charges. Get the pick and mix, tell you that. Wouldn't be spending that on pick, no, pick and mix. Although I probably would leave the pick and mix a tip as well. <laughs> just leave two those. euro on the top. On top. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no. So did I tell you about the fucking. So I ordered it. Did you order it? Did, did, did he donuts? Like, remember them? They were <laughs> fucking gorgeous. And Burger King? Yeah, little, tiny, oh. tiny little donuts with a chocolate dip. Class. Thank you. Class. I ordered a takeaway, right? And your man rocks up to the gaff. I got two meals with two drinks, like in cups with straws. And he rocks up to the gaff and he's standing there with a bag, one bag. And I was like, all right. He's like, uh, sorry. I was like, sorry for what? <laughs> uh, the drinks. I was like, what about them? He's like, I dropped them. I like, so you, there's no drinks. He's like, no, no drinks. He dropped the drinks, like, and didn't go back and get two more. He must have dropped them literally when he left the fucking takeaway shop and just cycled up to me gaff with no drinks. <laughs> and just said, yeah, I'll just accept this. Did you even get half, like, did he pick them up or were they just not there? No, and then I opened the thing and the burger was slanted like someone stood on it and just went... <laughs> he must have dropped his whole bag. And then the chips? Bacon and cheese chips. Little add-on. 150 extra. Gives me normal chips. And what did Amy do? I'm not having this. She says. She took everything, right? She like, make sure that burger is more slanted than what it was. <laughs> <laughs> then you stood on it. I was like, that. <laughs> don't ever do that to me again. And then I, we went up to the hatch and uh, like, listen, the driver like literally didn't give us drinks. We had to pay so much for delivery and blah, blah, blah and all these extras and bits and everything isn't here. It, even just the drinks, let alone the drinks, everything else isn't here. And uh, so like, we don't normally do this, but like they changed it for us. Well, that's good because sometimes they shift the responsibility. Like and as the, soon as it leaves the restaurant, it's not their yeah, responsibility. She said that like, yeah. But she kind of just looked at me and said, would you like to come and start it? Oh, she was a big fan. No, <laughs> definitely didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but yeah. Sometimes if you complain about food, you get nicer food then. They like fill her up more because they're apologetic. Yeah. You know, they give you a triple decker instead of a double decker. Do you ever get worried that your attitude to tipping, especially you say there's a place locally that knows exactly what you're like? Yeah. Do you ever get worried that maybe, you know... That's my concern. There might be something done to your food, not just... The delivery drivers might get some support from the cooking staff and next thing you know, an order has come in from the McGuckins. You know what to do, lads. Just put it in Moira's name. Yeah, I like to I like to change it up. I don't I don't like to keep it too consistent. I mean, this in one particular restaurant I do order from quite a bit, but I think the consistency is what keeps me food clean because <laughs> I consistently order from there. The best grain Thai curry in the business, stunning. The chicken, big lumps of chicken breast. Is it not the, worth the tip? The food, the food, yeah, but the delivery service, no, same as any other delivery service. And I pay for it, like, I'm paying for the service. I'm paying for the service. I think the drivers only get, like, 150 a delivery. They get the delivery fee. That's what the delivery fee is. That's the 450? Yeah. Do they? I don't know if they do. I was doing uh, deliveries with Amy a few years back. She was doing them for uh, the comma. And it was, like, I think it was, like, 150 a delivery. But, man, you'd make some money. On tips? Yeah. But would it make you work harder? 
Like, it wouldn't. It doesn't. Oh, it's, it doesn't make it work hard. It's not like. She was just driving, always just running in, just going like that. I still think that's gas. You were like, like you, was, were, you were yeah, famous at the time. Like. That the, <laughs> so it was during lockdown, like we had a cert and everything to say we were like able to fucking do deliveries. like Key walkers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was gas because I just rock up to the door and be like, all right, and like, Darren, uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Darren? Darren Conway? Darren? From the internet? Ronaldo? And he was like, go Ooh. on, Ronaldo. <laughs> I was go, uh, Burger King. <laughs> So you're not a man for tipping. I don't see the point of it. When you order a taxi on one of the taxi apps, you haven't even gotten into the taxi yet and it's saying, would you like to add a tip? Let me get in the car first. Let me get to where I need to go and then I'll decide if I, if I want a tip. Especially taxis. Taxis, are, you get in the car and it's already five quid before they even drove you anywhere. It's, it's, it's nonsense. You want me to tip for a taxi? I'm paying for the taxi. The taxi has a rate mm. and it's set to that rate for a reason because that's the value. Of where they're taking you to. The only way I tip a taxi driver is if they just didn't say anything for the whole trip. Do you not like the chat? I hate the chat. I like the chat. I hate the chat. Keep the chat to a minimum and I'll give you a nice little tip there, mate. I want a limo, you know, where you have the option to press a button and then like a window just goes... And then you never have to talk to them. Self-driving cars. Oh, won't that be fantastic? Self-driving taxis. Would you be into that? Yeah. Wouldn't have to talk to anyone. Wouldn't have to do the small talk. Heading off the walk, are you? None of your fucking business. <laughs> None of your business. <laughs> Why do you give a fuck, man? Who, who are you? Where do you walk? Uh, just where the radio... Oh, Marconi House, the radio stations. Doing an interview, are you? talk, is it? I'm like, no, just uh, spin a little podcast. Start out uh, doing a podcast in there. And doing it like two years. Like, oh, what's it about? It's just like comedy. Well, what gives the joke? <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut your mouth. Shut up. And you're from Finglas as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brendan O'Carroll, he started out in Finglas, you know. He was in the pubs doing the. I remember he used to sell Mrs. Brown's boys out the back of a van. (laughs) All right. Cool. Ah, You'll get there, son. You'll get there. Thanks. Keep at it. Keep at it. (laughs) Keep at it. Keep going. It's all about keeping going. If you keep going, you'll, you'll get there. Do you know what I get? And on a Monday, I go down the pub on a Monday, there's a cabaret band on and all this and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, give a fuck, man. <laughs> give a fuck. Go give a shit, will you? Shut up the fuck. Just drive me. Stick on the radio. And be then quiet. I'm going to go to Santa. Oh, yeah, I'd be like, any holidays planned? Just to You'd be like that. Oh, no, I would never, never initiate any conversation. Plans, like, oh, go down the band. I'm like, oh, fuck. Shouldn't yeah. help me, Mel. That's, that's, that's your deal. That's your deal. And the cabaret band in the pub I go to is going over as well. <laughs> And we're all going. But the fucking cost of it now. The cost of it. The price of a holiday now these days. Yeah. Kind of has a point there though. Very yeah. expensive. I love getting in a taxi and they just don't say anything. I just want to lean forward and just give them Do a you big... sit in the front beside No, we don't. Are you joking me? Do I sit beside the taxi driver? The... All right, buddy. Why are you getting in the front? In the, the front. I seat and just going... Right. It used to be a thing. I know, yeah. Before COVID, like, you know what I mean? Now, if you get in the front, they tell you to get in the back. I've been told to get in the back. Really? Yeah, yeah, I've been told. The only you time I would ever sit in the front of a taxi if there was a couple of us going somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I hey, Ben. forced to be in the front. And then you're the one that has to have the conversation. Start changing the radio and all. Putting the ox in. <laughs> Don't mind. <laughs> What's this? This electric car, is it? Oh, hybrid. What's hybrid mean? Oh, no way, yeah. It gets you a few, few quid extra on yeah, the... I think it's awkward when there's no conversation. No. Especially if the car is fucking electric. I love it. Where, and where it you stops it? and there's nothing. Not even an engine. No, it's great. I hear that. It's great. It's like meditation. Do you know what I hate as well? When you order a taxi and you've put in where you want to go and then you get in and they say, where are you after? 
Did you not just agree to pick me up no. and drop me off on the app? I can see it on your app. And then like it shows them the best route. And, and say, ah, oh, there's traffic that way. I'm going to go this way. Yeah. I'm like, why are you trying to outsmart Google Maps? Like, go that way. Oh, I wish you could just drive the taxi yourself. And they'll sit in the passenger seat. And then you'll be <laughs> in charge. In yeah, and then they can give you a tip. <laughs> Do you want a tip, do you? Follow the maps. <laughs> I got a taxi there recently and the fellow driving listens to the podcast. And we're having the crack, like having a chat about the podcast and everything. And say the taxi was like 15 quid. He was like, just give us a tenner. But then did you give him a five a tip? I was like, I was going to give you fucking 18 or something. Do you know that way? And he was like, no, just give us a tenner. I was like, oh, Grant, I really wanted to tip him. He was a fan of the podcast. You get free haircuts? Not anymore. Not anymore? Did that stop? Gone. Is it? But you go to the same person. Yeah. How awkward was it the first time that he decided to... Since my hair's fucking grown out my head. (laughs) I want to know how, like, what made him decide to start to charge you? Because <laughs> he gave, he came to me towards it, and he gave me a card with a voucher in it. Oh, like, okay. The 9th of July, twenty two to 9th of July, twenty three. So it was a time limit. Yeah, just voucher. Like one year, one year haircuts. You could go every day if I wanted, but I was like once every two weeks or something. Right. And uh, I haven't been back since because I got my haircut two weeks ago for the Ronaldo thing. Ben chopped it up like mm. for the video. And then uh, I'll go back down probably Friday. And it's going to hurt me now to pay like 20 quid. Is that still five euro dry cuts? Yeah, but you'd be butchered. I feel like I'm there for the crack. Like how can a barber be so bad? I got an awful hide off one of them. So I did went, I. I went to a Turkish barber's and asked him for a fade and he gave me a step. <laughs> Bowl cut of a thing. He's like, go for you, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, lovely, Thanks lovely. a million. Tipping everything. <laughs> Fucking hell. Went home crying. <laughs> I was in Denmark and I got a I went to a Turkish barber's and like that he clattered the head off me. The Turkish barbers like they, they do clatter the head off you, they button your ears, they singe yeah, your ears yeah. and they yeah, bite no, your head, no. <laughs> give you scratches. He had me in a fucking armbar. <laughs> I was like, I just want the fail. <laughs> <laughs> Would you tip a barber's? No, no. They set that price. That's that price. Why would you tip them? Would you tip a taxi driver? No. Would you tip a coffee shop when no. you're getting an old coffee? No. Why would you? I don't like ten percent. Not even ten percent. <laughs> like, tap your card for the coffee, and that's it. They make the coffee. They get paid for it. What about a tattoo parlor? No. If you don't, what's he going to do? Take the tattoo off you? What, what, <laughs> it's already there. What have you asked for? A Troy colour and he gave you a British flag. No, what you, if the tattoo costs you 200 quid, if you want to give him 20 euro, he should just charge 220 euro. Mm. Would you tip an ATM when you got your money out? Would you leave a tenner on the buttons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were in a restaurant, like a really fancy one, where like you have to tip like 30? No way. Um, would I leave a 30 euro tip? What it's not American, that's American. What about a gastro pub? No, again, that's kind of self-service, isn't it? Like a, what you mean, like a like carvery? Carvery, yeah. Who are you tipping? The barman when you ask for a Ribena. No. <laughs> what about uh, you staying in a hotel, mm. you pay for the room, you check your bags in, the hotel porter comes along. No, hang on, mate, I'll get that. Puts on a nice little dolly, brings up the lift to your room, get to your room, he does that to you. Feel Bob? I'd say, get the fuck out of here. I didn't ask you to do that. You did that on your own accord. I'd say, nope. No tip, no tip for you. No. In a casino, if you're playing poker and you win a hand, can you win hands? If you win someone's hand, you chop it off. <laughs> if you win a hand, people usually throw a couple of chips towards the dealer. Mm. I'm like, why the fuck did you do that? 
All he did was deal the cards. I need you to, you're going to lose now. He didn't choose to give you aces or anything like it. Do you know what I mean? And the bigger you win, like the more people tip. And I'm like, he didn't. It's imagine just going, don't we something for them aces, yeah? Every hand that you win, it's like people usually throw two euro, three euro. And what will the they dealer win. do with the... They'll tap around the table and go, and then put it into a little box. And they'll cash the chips. Then all the dealers will split it up at the end of the night. Same with blackjack, if you win a few quid on blackjack. Any, any, anything where there's a dealer and you win a few quid, they'll throw something towards the dealer. Like roulette, whatever it might be. But I'm like, why? Why? He's not doing anything for you. Like, and he's getting paid. You know people like, like go to bookies every day? Mm. Like if they win big on horse, they'll give the cashier like 50 quid. They tip quid. the cashier, yeah. Like a big chunk. Yeah. Spread that out between us. Yeah. Get yourselves a bit of lunch. Get ourselves a subway. You are broke yesterday, mate. You only had to break an even and you dropped 50 quid back in behind the, the counter. The oh. thing's gone on a rake of points and a fucking cooked chicken. As if they had anything to do with your horse winning or your dog winning. Uh-huh. They just took your money and gave you a slip. But some people are very generous. Like that. Oh, my mate, if he won a few quid in the horses, he'd give everyone a few quid, everyone that he's with. If there was like four of us, he'd give us I'd all like 20 quid or something. Get a few points out of that. I'd say he's like, oh, I wish I was just here on my own. <laughs> you know? Fuck, I have to give this fuck or something. What if you were in rounds? What about it? Would you buy a round? Yeah. I wouldn't. You'd like it? You wouldn't get into rounds. I don't like oh, getting into oh, rounds. No, okay, me tennis, I have to go. <laughs> just keep slipping after the jacks. Rounds is pointless. Pardon the pun. What do you mean it's pointless? It's just like stupid. It's convenient. Like fucking though. basically just buying yourself drink. It's convenient. It means you just have to go to the bar once. For four drinks. You only pay like for the price of one, yeah? No. Well, you probably do. You tight bastard, you. Well, if there's four <laughs> years, then you just have four points. Yeah. You're just paying for one. You're paying for four? How? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I have to explain rounds to you. Do you remember they had taps on the tables? Like, to pour your own point? Where? In pubs. They'd be like, ta- they don't have them anymore, but they'd have tables and they'd have a tap on the table and you just pour your own point there and then. Very dangerous. I think you could pay 50 quid or 100 quid maybe. You sit at the table, a little round table for about four or five people and there'd be a tap in the middle and you just pour yourself points. You'd be fucking bollocks. You'd be wrecked. <laughs> Wouldn't you? You'd be wrecked, but you'd be drinking out of them alone. Dirty glass. Like they say, you'd be reusing the same glass. It's pretty disgusting. Do you know what I hated and I never understood? Buying a pitcher of beer. Oh yeah. Well, it was cheap. I used to do it. We used to get Fosters. Fosters in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. Or in the ship. About 12 euro or something. I used to beg me ma, right, <laughs> for a fucking tenner on a fucking Sunday or something. Just need a tenner, ma. Just, <laughs> just, just for a picture. Just need a tenner, ma. And then he had points of Miller for like fucking two quid or something. Miller is nasty. On draft. Yeah. I used to like getting bottles though. You know, around Christmas time, you'd get a crate of drink. One year, I got a bottle of Miller, and I just, every bottle tasted like gone off. Maybe it was gone off. Yeah. Where'd you get it from? Ah, it was like Dawn's or something like that. Ah, something, something a bit more exciting. Sorry, the back of a van. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't try a fucking Coke Zero in Iceland a while back, and uh, I brought them home, and I opened one of them, and it literally just tastes like sparkling water. There was no, like, taste of Pepsi at all, like. So it might be just this one. And I opened the other one and it was the same. Oh my God, it was vile, man. They were gone off a year. A year? A year. That's disgraceful. I know. And I fucking swallowed all of them because it was parching. <laughs> Do you remember Bubba Lou? Bubba Lou was a yep. chewing gum that you chew and the loads of syrup comes oh, out of it. Oh, the little fucking... Yeah, yeah. There was just one in a wrapper, like. Yeah. Yeah. 
I bit into one of them and the syrup came out all lumpy and crystally like it was it was gone off to fuck and it was disgusting and it didn't taste nice it tasted sicky like vomity I had to spread it out obviously but it was ugh. did you look at the date? no because I chewed the wrapper away it's like fucking just eating the chewing gum well, I used to love them. I used to get four of them and I'd eat them all at the same time and all the syrup would just go whoosh into your mouth. All that good hyperactive sugar, sugar rush, child cocaine. Do you remember when I went on that cruise? It stopped off in Bodrum in Turkey and we got on a smaller boat and we went out for the day. So we didn't really go around Bodrum. We went on a, a little boat trip and we went to like an inlet where the, the water was crystal clear. It was gorgeous. It was lovely. And there was only about 10 people on the boat with us. And on the boat with us was this American fella. He's about 60 years old. On his own? And he was with this girl. Oh. And this girl was Brazilian and she was gorgeous. Stunning. Like, oh, yeah. young, fit. Gorgeous Brazilian star. That's what I was thinking. I said to Maura, I says, I wonder what their story is. And then Maura's like, I think it's pretty clear what their story is. But you know me, I'm just pure curious. And I'm like, well, I have to ask them though. I need more information. Like, how do you meet someone like that? Like, what is that a old Americans, young Brazilians website? Like, or is it just Tinder? So I started saying, What's, how do you two know each other? And he was like on a business trip. He's a very wealthy man. It turns out he's a very wealthy man. And he was on a business trip down in Brazil and he went on some site and she was saying that she never done anything like this before and I was like Woo! you little waffle you spoof for you um, <laughs> but she matched with him and she was reluctant to meet up with him but eventually she bit the bullet and she decided to meet up with him and it was love at first sight and they never looked back are they married? no they're not married he's divorced has kids he's divorced she's trying to get a visa this fellow is a mad mad Trump supporter MAGA hat wearing whole lot fucking <coughs> red blood like proper and it's so weird to actually meet someone like that because you just read about it you never really meet a Trump supporter yeah. an American Trump yeah, supporter yeah. hard to come across I mean Americans in general are just so weird but he's he was particularly interesting it's it's just it's bizarre. It's really interesting to just meet someone like that and what to kind of conversations were you having with him for him to be like weird? Was it just like the way he carried himself or just the fact that he's a sixty year old man with a twenty five year old girl is fucking I weird. Suppose, yeah, yeah. Um, that gives it away, doesn't it? So she doesn't live in America, she lives in Brazil. He lives in America because she can't get a visa. So they take trips like this pretty frequently. It's just weird. It's just weird. I don't know. Like, cause then he goes back home and they don't see each other for months. Is that how it works? Yeah. Jesus. Long distance relationships. I'm like sending our money and shit like that. You fool. <laughs> but like you must know that she's only with you for the green card and the money. But at that stage of your life, you'd be just like, well, what else is she going to be with me for? I'm not good looking. I don't have a good body. I'm wearing a Trump hat. Yeah. <laughs> not the way you're saying like you're real like forward and you're just interested in people and you want to know their story and stuff. Mm. Remember the other day when we were walking in here and I don't know how we spotted him right but there was this fella walking and he just had like one tiny little battery off a camera and he went over and he's like what is filming down there? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even spot him I was like at the start I'm saying what did he ask him that for? And then I looked down and seen the little camera pack thing was it like a battery? A battery off a camera, yeah. And 
he was like, well, down here filming The Dry. And uh, <laughs> he was like, is anyone famous down there? <laughs> and he's like, not really anyone. He's like, probably the cameraman, maybe. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'd say. And then he's just like, see you later, man. I would never, ever just randomly stop someone and ask them what the crack is. I wouldn't be able to help myself. If there's somebody that I think is interesting, I just have to talk to them. Too curious. Was it Amish people you stopped in town before? Yeah, yeah, they were Amish, yeah. Which is weird because yeah, like, it's do, Ireland. What do you do? Just off the bat, what do you do? I said, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you two doing here? <laughs> the great thing about being on a cruise is that there's such a mix of people and you know you're never going to see these people again. And I love that environment. I love just chatting to people that you know you'll never talk to again. Mm. It's great. The anonymity of it. Like they can open up to you, you can open up to them, you can ask what you want and there's no embarrassment, there's no cringiness because you're like... You're just like the minute you walk into the room, you're like, right, do my job now. Yeah. It's people to people, what do you do? What do you do for a living? Yeah, when we, you, they'd sit at a dinner table and you'd be beside strangers and they'd be shy. Most people would be But they definitely open up more then when someone approaches them and just so forward. Like. Yeah, it's just the initiation. I think everyone wants to have conversations and everyone's interested in everyone. Mm. But initiating the conversation is always uncomfortable. You don't mind it? Me? I don't give a fuck. I really, I really, really don't give a fuck. Like years ago, I think I, when I was a kid, I just stopped giving a fuck. I just never gave a fuck about what people thought of me. I wouldn't be embarrassed. It'd be very hard to be embarrassed in front of someone. Or it'd be very hard for you to make me feel embarrassed. Embarrassed, yeah. Yeah. Not impossible. No, I don't think it's impossible for anyone. Like, there's obviously one or two things that you could do, like, like jock you. I say that would be more embarrassing for you if you jocked me <laughs> in front of a, if you were if you. Everyone would be like, fucking see you doing jock. Let's see you. pulling people's trousers. Down hang on, for. hang on. Can we stop here for a second? Why, why did you just pull down his trousers? Sorry, did everyone see that? He's had to pull my trousers down. What the fuck is wrong with him? You're like, what's going on? Like, fucking, can we get him out of here? Actually, it's just at like a PR event or something. <laughs> Up on stage, the launch of some like class burger. I <laughs> just jock you in front of a load of fucking TikTokers. <laughs> and like, Hang on. Yeah, no, it'd be hard. It's what? great with Maura as well because she doesn't give a fuck either. So yeah, she'd be very she'd be outgoing like as well. Me and Amy are like the same. Just like closed off a bit. Keep ourselves to ourselves. I wouldn't have it in me to just talk to a stranger and just be like, "What's the crack?" You've become more outgoing though since Absolutely. I've known you. Yeah, yeah. Just even just even feel the cross the road and back with Frank's pill. No, but even like getting up on stage at that Man Alive gig and singing a song and stuff. I know you had a few yeah. drinks in you, but you still fucking done it, you know. Even yeah. going to it, going to these things. Yeah. I think when I'm in in that environment, I could definitely turn it on. That Man Alive thing was mad. Do you get the fear? If I do something, like, that's what I'm saying, I could, I could feel regretful if I do yeah. something that I think I shouldn't have done, I get the fear, yeah. yeah. That would eat away with you. That would eat away, yeah, yeah. But embarrassment, no. What would it take for you to be embarrassed? I fucking, I, I think I might know what it is. Go on, go for it. Would it be like being in the company of mates and old mates and, like, you're in the company with new people and then one of your old mates like, remember they used to say this about you, Joe, or something like that, and you're like, oh, fuck off, man. No. No? That, no, that wouldn't bother me. There's nothing that they could say that would embarrass me from my past. But I know what you mean. I think I thrive with self-deprecation. So if somebody like caught me out and tried to put me down, I'd be like, oh, I'm so cool with that. So fine with that. What would be more embarrassing is if somebody tried to big me up in front of somebody that didn't know me. That would be embarrassing. If I was in front of, let's, I don't know why, I'm just picking out Lewis Capaldi. If I was around Lewis Capaldi 
and me missus starts saying, oh, Joe has a podcast and he has a TV show. and he I'd be like, that is so embarrassing. Will you stop? Like if someone was trying to big me up mm. rather than say, oh, he used to be, he used to have a fucking two holes on his flute when he was younger. <laughs> like, do you know? Hopefully. Like, it'd be, yeah, that's it'd it. be more embarrassing someone bigging me up than putting me down. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, so if you jock me, I'd be like, that's cool. I'm fine with that because you're making me look bad, which actually in a weird way makes you look good. What if I jocked you and stood on your trousers so you couldn't pull them back up? That's even worse for me, isn't it? That's Yeah, that's yeah. sexual assault, I'd say. Yeah. It's <laughs> happening in school a lot. Being corrected is embarrassing. You know if you're in a group environment and somebody asks a question and then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, and then you answer the question as though you definitely know the answer. Oh, and then yeah. they say, no, it's no, well, actually, it's not that. And then you're like, oh, yeah, no, well, I just, I just thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when you have something in your head that you want to say and then just fumble over the whole thing? And you're just like trying to get to it and it just doesn't happen. And no one gets the story then. Do you ever get that? Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate that. I was just saying a joke that doesn't land the way you thought it was going to land. Or else someone gets offended but are just like, all right, Joe. And you're like, <laughs> Trying to think of a fucking moment where I was embarrassed. Really embarrassed. If I shot myself or something. <laughs> that would be one, yeah. That'd be embarrassing. Although I did shit myself before. You shit yourself? I, I followed through a little bit. There was a fart. And I had a little bit of a shit. Afterwards, I was on a stag do in Liverpool and we were coming home from a night out. But I was in the horrors all night. I was in a bad mood all night and I was ahead of the group. And I did that and I shit myself and I went, fuck, I'm to shit myself. I know it's there, like, you know what I mean? So then I turned around and I said to Dave, I said, yeah, Dave, you made Dave. I said, Dave, not to bleeding shit myself. <laughs> he was like, what? I said, I'm not to bleeding. I have to follow him through with pants. A little bit of poop. What other way do you want me to put it? <laughs> And then he makes a big deal. He says, Joe's out there showing himself. <laughs> and I was like, well, don't fucking say, it. like, yeah, I'm out. And then I was like, yeah, I'm out there shit myself. Like, you know, you kind of own it and then you can't be embarrassed. Like, yeah, I'm out there shit myself. I need to go home. <laughs> I'm out shit myself. How old were you? Ah, this wasn't too long ago. This was about four, four or five years ago. <laughs> Recent enough. Do you know what it was? I had a kebab over there. Oh, and it was, it was not a nice kebab. What's the most embarrassed you've ever been? Mm. It was when I was in school, I think. Smoking the side of the school, we used to call it the smoker's lane. And this, it, it was really embarrassing, like. So I was down the smoker's lane in secondary school. I was having a smoke before we went back in after the break. And I was just finishing it off. And I was like fucking Clint Eastwood or something. <sighs> and my maths teacher, who I had next class, walked by the lane and just stopped and looked at me. And didn't say anything. I was like, that's weird that he didn't say anything to me. So that way. So I got into the maths class just after the break when I finished the smoke. And he's writing on the board and stuff. And then he turns around and he's like, just before I start the class, I wanted to uh, let everyone know that. I seen Darren Conway in the lane puffing his brains out. And he's like, get me to stand up and all. And he was like saying, show them how you did it and all that. Like, you know, he was like this, <sighs> all this stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking sinking into my chair here. <laughs> it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Like, But you didn't do anything embarrassing, though. It was just embarrassing. He just embarrassed you. He picked us out and didn't say it to me when he seen me, but like said it in front of the whole class. Yeah. And I just jumped out the window. It's funny, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it fucking weird, man? I have a question for you. Yes. Would you rather be the richest person, like part of gentry, in the 1800s? Or did I go back even a little before that, 1600s? Would you rather be the richest person in the 1600s or just like what you are now? Just a young fluff from Finglas? 
yeah. What, <laughs> like, would you rather be the richest person in the 1600s or Darren Conway as you are right now? just be what it is now, like, because what the fuck can you buy in the 1600s other than <laughs> bread and bleeding <laughs> shit fucking gems and jewels and sh- stuff like that? <laughs> Crap but, fucking grapes. But it's more of a societal thing, like, you know what I mean? You are in the top of the pile. Ah, but I think I'd want to be buying stuff. You can buy shit. Like what? Like a sword. You can't a, get a pair of fucking dunks. You're a castle. You could probably buy shoes. If you just had a leather pair of shoes, people would be like, look at them. Look at him and his bleeding sacks. <laughs> sacks on his, leather sacks on his feet. Yeah, look at that. He must have copped the drop. When were shoes invented? No, they did, yeah. Like in Jesus' time, they had sandals and shit. They had shoes in the 1600s. They wouldn't have been dunks. Shoes were a fish. And then the fish climbed out onto land and just became a shoe. Crawled onto someone's foot. Yeah. But you'd have servants. Like, you'd be in a mansion. I think you'd rather that. I don't know. It's an interesting question, I think. Because I think we have actually got more comforts now than the richest people back then. But, like, somebody would cook for you, clean you, wash your feet, (laughs) wash your hair. Like, they do If someone was trying to fucking clean me, I'd be like, you don't have to do that. But you'd be like, go on then. Give me feet a little scrub there. I don't think so. In the 1600s, nobody had a hot bath except for the richest people. And the way they made a bath was by boiling pots of water and just pouring it into the bath. Imagine that. That'd be great. You'd be scalded. Well, it'd be mixed with cold water. Like, it'd be perfect temperature. And then you'd be like, more hot water, please. Grapes. And then you'd come over with a blade and grapes. If you want grapes, you get grapes. Cheese board, please. Did they have cheese boards? They sure did. That's like all they had. <laughs> cheese and grapes and crackers. <laughs> Netflix <laughs> what about, Like the Roman era You'd be in a gladiator's coliseum In one of the boxes And you'd be able to decide Like die or live Gladiator era And you are the pressure. You are the fucking richest Person In the 1600s Is that when Maximus Decimus Aurelius was around? Mm-hmm. I'd rather just be here now And fucking this moment than that Yeah Because The bed would be freezing I feel like Still don't have heat in your gaff I feel like the life of a rich person back then isn't that different to just you now having a hot bat? Well, it's different because, like, but nobody treats me like special. Yeah, I suppose. I don't have servants. I cook my own food. I know, but wouldn't it be nice to have? <laughs> <laughs> just for the sake of it? Like, it'd just be a different way of living. It'd be scary, wouldn't it? Mm. It'd be no electricity. Everything would be just, like, flames. <laughs> Everything is a fire hazard. Ghosts everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's weird that these eras existed. People will look at this era and be like, isn't that mad? They actually will. Like. In a thousand years time, like a thousand years is such a long time and it's going to happen. <laughs> time is going to pass regardless. Like, you know when, now when some people would say like some music is like timeless, like Elvis, like he's timeless to us. But do you think like Elvis will be timeless to someone in a thousand years? No. There'd be too much that has come after. Yeah. But then we still listen to Mozart and Beethoven. Yeah. Well, I don't. Who the fuck yeah, sticks up? Like, it's, it's still there. It's on Spotify for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's making money off of Someone's them. listening to it. Like. What about films? Do you know what's interesting hey, about the... Uh, about films, timeless films. Like. like. Why do we keep saying like? Do you ever listen back to this podcast and count how many times you say like? Fucking hell. It wrecks me head. <laughs> like. Like. <laughs> Do you know when you have things like with your speech, like the way I always say like, can you be trained not to say that? Yeah. How? Practice. Yeah. Stopping yourself from saying it, is it? Think about every sentence that you want to say before you say it. Right. Is it that big of a deal though? Like. (laughs) (laughs) It pisses, Moira says like, Mm. like about three times in every sentence and it pisses me off. When you're aware of it, you notice more people do that as well. Like. 
You do, honestly. Like, sadly. <laughs> stop. Even when people say, um, uh, in between, say, uh, 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 is another one. Yeah. Uh, like, do you know what else? Well, like, I don't want to highlight things that you say because then you won't be able to stop thinking about them. But there's another thing that you say all the time. Will I tell you? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know that way? More right. messing. You know. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. Do you know who else says that? Who? And people have picked up on it that I sound exactly like this person. Richard Dunn. Richard Dunn. You do kind of sound like Richard Dunn. Well, where does that come from? <laughs> Would he say that? Where does that come from? From. Where does from. that come from? Where does that come from? <laughs> it is Richard, Richard fucking Dunn. Dunn like. Richard Dunn. Like. <laughs> stop it! <laughs> you can teach yourself to stop saying it. Darren Lloyd Conway. That'd be on my gravestone. You know? <laughs> does actors, when they take a role, and in the role they have quirks in the stuff that they say, and then after the film, they carry on having that quirk mm. because they've said it so much, they've trained it, they've just kind of burned it into their brain. Like muscle memory. But you can train yourself out of saying it as well. A few years of therapy. You get there. A few like. years? Like, <laughs> like. Up, like. <laughs> Maybe it's not that big of a deal though. Probably a bigger deal to you than it is to anyone else. Surely people are listening to this saying, he always says like, they went to shop like and uh, like they had these like uh, sweets. Fuck off. <laughs> it's a placeholder while your brain is thinking of what you want to say next. Some people say fucking, um, fucking, do you know what I mean? They just have to say something. They have to make some sort of noise while they're thinking of the word that comes next. You don't have it though. I think I say, do you know what I mean? A lot. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or America. I think it was <laughs> America. America. Music. America. Of course a lot. So do I. Yeah. Fucking, uh, fucking, uh, what fucking even like, is fucking that? Fucking like Corson. Fucking air, uh, come here there, what was it saying? Like, fucking air, uh, <laughs> fuck that, man. Fuck, fuck this shit, man. It's like a drunk person that doesn't have anything to say but wants to say something when they're slurring in the corner. Fucking, um, what you make? Uh, come here to me for a minute, will you? Fucking, um, did you watch the match last night? <laughs> like, like is, that, is that what you couldn't remember saying? Is that what you were struggling to recall? I hate you. I hate you. Just don't say it again. Impossible. That's another episode of the Staller Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed it. We had great fun, didn't we? As much fun as we had recording it, we hope you had listening to it. And if you want to check out the bonus episodes, they come out on a Monday. And you can send us in listener questions to Staller at goloudnow.com. Or not. Uh, yeah, or not. Or just listen to it. Yeah. But if you, if you send it a question in, you can get involved. Get involved. Huh? As a lot of people do. Starlet is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by the f- legends over at The Five Lamps. The Five Lamps beer from Ah Here. And you were in the ad. I was in the ad. Yeah. I was, no. It was a good ad and it was a good beer and it's good company. Yeah. Thanks legends. a million. Thanks for that. No, honestly, no. Because you have me visit drinkaware.ia all the time. I really. And yeah. you love that website, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. you? Yeah, and I'm trying to preach it. And I think the message is getting across. Yeah, spread that word, man. Yeah. Spread the gospel of drinkaware.ie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk to you next week, all right? See you then. Stall it with Darren and Joe, a Go Light original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ah Here. Try a local in your local. Get the facts, be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie.